So I'm going on the show Monday night, the Young Jerks. Check them out. It's like a play on the Young Turks. Uh, they are a, a radical leftist. Or, I don't know. They, I think they're leftist. And uh, so like they're probably going to take a lot of heat for having me on. And that's fine. But I love it. Like I, I love to show that this case crosses partisan lines. Like that's the beauty of this. That this is not, you can't even be like, like even people who hate me and disagree with me on everything have to, have, we have to unite on this one. The corruption needs to be exposed. Hey, Carl, <laughs> you local moron, local moron. No, Mike, the Young Jerks Monday night. Yes, we are radical left. We can't. Yes. See, that's what I love about this. There we go. And we're like, it's, and we're going to talk about how I'm going to promote a Soros funded district attorney candidate to take down Michael Morrissey when he runs for reelection. That's what we're going to talk about amongst other things. So, all right, guys, we're going to call it a night and uh, thank you guys all for joining me and in supporting justice for Karen Reed and John O'Keefe. And we will see you guys all. Uh, I'll see you guys on the young jerks on Monday night and then my show Tuesday night. And we're going to have a busy week. All right. Peace turtle riders. You are listening to the award-winning The Young Jerks with Mike Crawford. Wow, welcome to The Young Jerks. Uh, I'm smiling a lot more. I just, uh, it's been a crazy week. That show on Monday Night with Turtle Boy, man, I just wanted to... uh, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about everything today. We got a couple guests in the green room from Canton, Massachusetts, I believe. We're covering this. We're we're like number one. Thank you to the Turtle Riders. The Turtle Riders. I I can't even. I never thought I would be saying this shit, and it's like, yeah, thank you, Turtle Riders. We're gonna talk about that tonight too. Like and and like how you like. That's why I'm smiling tonight. Like, I am very excited after Monday night show. Uh, it was a tough show for me. I actually, I got to admit, like, I was not actually happy with myself on that show. Like, I know what I can do at a show. I've been doing shows for a long time. And it actually was not a good show for me. And like, I know I, I, I know that you guys felt what I was going through and you, and you, I felt it from you guys and I didn't know because I wasn't even looking at the comments at all. I didn't look at the comments once while we were live. I knew how many people were there. I saw the number there, but uh, I didn't even glance at the comments and I just could not do it on that show with Aiden and Turtle Boy. Um, I just want to thank Aiden for coming on the show and and dealing with all the bullshit. And, the you know, the reason I wasn't happy is I felt like I, you know, listening back, the you know, first person I called after the show was over, of course, was my partner. And she's a long-term radio veteran. She did professional, call, you know, college uh, rock radio as a professional for decades. And she's the person who got me into this stuff and uh, helped me. I have a speech impediment from a young age. I was not good at this stuff, especially listening. I've become a pretty good listener, a pretty good host at times uh, with her help. I used to, she used to rip me apart and now she doesn't have to. I just listen back and I know when I make mistakes <laughs> and it helps when you listen back to your recordings. And so I knew it wasn't a perfect show, but I was happy to get through it. Uh, what some people didn't probably realize is I was having a little panic attack during 
the beginning of that show. And I lost my train of thought a few times with the questions. And it just was a tough show for me. But I think I, I made it through. And I want to talk about the Turtle Riders because just uh, talking to her, the first person I called after the show was over and she said it was great. You've had better shows, uh, you know, talking about me, not the show itself and not Aiden because the show was great. But, uh, you know, there was one point in this show when uh, I asked Aiden about the canine Falco. I wanted to hear more about that, the update. I didn't let him speak. I like talk, talked over him. I was so excited. I, I was so amped up for that show, uh, both excited, but also had having the great anxiety knowing that I was losing some friends and people that I like. And I, and I did get kind of amped up on the, on the uh, comments on Facebook that day too. So there was a lot going on there, but after that phone call, I got off the phone with my uh, partner and I just listened back to the show and I listened with the, with the YouTube chat, watching your comments come in the turtle riders. And, you know, this is big for us. We were over a thousand subs now on YouTube. Thanks to you guys. Um, I saw your comments. You, you dealt with a lot of, like, a lot of the show was stuff you probably didn't have interest in or even care about. And you and you stuck through it. And you understood what was going on there, I think. And uh, the comments were amazing. Like, to read those comments, to me, it, it just lifted my spirits and what is going on with the show and me and I wanted to do this type of show. I wanted to do shows where we can actually do the show that I want to do and not do the show limited to a certain amount of people who are telling us what we can do. And it's one of the struggles we've had with the show over a number of years. We've, we've gotten rid of people because they've gotten weird with us on the show. You may know some of them. One of the people we talked about uh, with Aiden the other night, we never said their name. I mean, you turtle riders were so great listening. That when we talked about that person, I want to, do I have the, hold on one second. I got to put this on the screen. There it is. Thank you, Turtle Riders. You guys are so good that when Aiden and I talked about that person, we didn't even say their name. We described their behaviors very briefly. You knew who we were talking about. Like that's an educated audience. That's, uh, so I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you're subscribed. I hope you stick with us. Thank you, Turtle Riders. And free, uh, you know, free. We got a freer, Karen Reed and Justice for John O'Keefe. We're going to talk about that tonight, too, because some. I'm so excited about, you know, the Turtle Riders. I'm also excited about our long-term fans. We we have had a lot, a lot of long-term friends, especially in the cannabis space and the worker. We got a worker movement we've created this year on the show. And all those folks stuck with us. So we lost a few of the uh, probably not the best people and we kept the best people and gained a lot more. So I'm really happy about that, obviously. But I'm also happy that I am not going to have another panic attack on this show. And then next time, if you thought it was good with Aiden and I that first time, I, I'm looking forward to the second time and the third time. And I hope that uh, people put that bug in his ear because I think he enjoyed it. I think he knows that people enjoyed it. But uh, I want to get him back, and I think he will come back. And I want to get next time we're not going to talk about politics. Next time we're not going to talk about me getting canceled. Next time it's just going to be Aiden 
talking about that case. One of the things he's been talking about is the, you know, today too, he, he did a protest. We're going to talk about that. We, we definitely got to talk about what's going on in Canton with the, uh, I call them the grandmothers, the grandmothers of Canton. They're, they're amazing. I think some of them are mothers too, but there's a few men in there too, but it's like liberal women working with turtle boy. Like how exciting is this shit? I have visions. I, I have hopes that we can do more of this. It's really exciting what they're doing. Even if like, just pretend I, I believe Karen Reed is 100% innocent. I don't have a really a doubt, but let's just say she is guilty. Even if she is guilty, there's so much good things happening in Canton because of it. And with this dist district attorney, because Aiden and a, a lot of you turtle riders have exposed so much corruption with the DA Morrissey. And you've also exposed so much bullshit in the, in the town of Canton that they're going to have to fix stuff. And this, uh, the selectmen meetings, oh my God, we're going to be playing some audio from that. So let, what I want to do right now, again, I want to thank the Turtle Riders, you rule. We're, we're definitely going to post some of your comments up here too. Um, definitely want to do that. But I got a couple people in the green room I want to get up as well. But let me just post a, just a couple of comments. Here's one from YouTube. Adam D says, congrats on over 1,000 subs. Thank you. Yeah, it's it feels good. It really does. I want to thank you guys so much. Another comment on that. Congrats on the subscribers. Great content. Great channel. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you to all of us. Because th that's what this show's always been about. It's been a bit about a community. I think our community just got bigger. So, you know, call it the, 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 uh, the jerk chat tonight. See, I, see, I, I, someone on the left asked me, how are you inspired by Aiden? He gives me ideas. Like, I love what he does. And then the most flat, the, the biggest form of flattery is, you know, in person, you know, taking your ideas and impersonation. And I'm doing it like 100%, like transparently. I love Aiden. I, I really do. There's a lot to like about him. There's a lot I don't like about him. Like I could go into something he politically, he said today that I thought was kind of corny, but. I'm not doing that. I want to talk about this case. I want to talk to these Canton residents who are sitting in the green room. How many of us right now want to hear from these Canton residents? I do. I want to play their audio. I have some amazing audio video from, so let's bring them up. I got Trisha who's been here for a while. Hey, Trisha, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Tell us about who you are and, and uh, uh, why, you know, what's going on. I'm just a random citizen. Or you a are. citizen, according to John Conley. Oh, you were you the person that he said that to? <laughs> no, no, that was Rita. But I it felt was... like it was directed towards all of us. Mm -hmm. So, so Trisha, you you are a Canton resident. Yep. Okay. And are you a mom or? With, uh, don't yeah. confuse me with Trish Boyden because she's a better speaker than I am. <laughs> I think we have, actually have her audio tonight. We're gonna play some from her. And we also have Jennifer who called in too, right, Jennifer? Yep. Hi, tell Jennifer. About, yeah, Hi, tell, <laughs> tell us about yourself. I am also a fucking random citizen of Canton. <laughs> so we have two random citizens of Canton. Yes. And what do you think about what's going on? What do you want to, uh, you know, express to your elected officials and, and you're out of the citizens in town right now? Mm. Well, we had a lot of our say last night, which was nice. Um, although 
we didn't get quite the say we thought we were going to. Uh, the the request to the board last night was to add an agenda item that would give us the opportunity to ask questions and get response. And that's not quite what we got once we were in the meeting, <laughs> but they heard from us anyway. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, this, this stuff, like <laughs> the stuff I was seeing was just so good. It was so fact-based and it was just, these are the questions and, and they were just, these guys were just, they didn't know what to say. They tried to shut us down a lot, you know, and acting innocently about it, but. I mean, there were some great moments. What were you, what were your favorite moments? Cause I could name of quite a few and I'm wondering what you, you were there last night. What were your favorite moments of the night? Cause there were so many great moments of last night. Mm. I don't think any of us expected, dude, you've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play that. We you have that clip too. That yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, I didn't know that we would have uh, quite so many t-shirts and buttons in the room. Um, it's It's got to be tough to be John Connolly right now. I feel almost badly for him. Yeah, he started off the night with an apology, didn't he? Or was that, a, that another meeting? No, that was that was it was the same apology that he'd published in our town paper. Um And I, I would guess um I what do you oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no me, I'm sorry. Go. Um I don't feel bad for him. I do, I do a little that he's in that situation, but he put himself in that situation. Like, I mean, he released something in April that said, we can't talk about this. And then, you know, Helena Rafferty's there lecturing us without even looking into the allegations she used against us and then getting upset about rumors. I was like, oh, my God, like, why are you getting upset about stupid rumors <laughs> when you're here on a professional basis? And it was just like, oh, it was so odd. But anyways, I didn't feel bad because he put himself there and he apologized. But then when someone said that wasn't enough, he just doubled down on like, you know, I just, I, I, my thoughts are all scattered now. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I mean, what would you like to see her do now? What would you like to see her do now? Because I heard some requests from. Well, I wanted her to address my questions that I asked her uh, a couple weeks ago. And I know I also had questions that I wanted to ask, but I got freaked out the first time. And I just asked for an apology for how John treated uh, Tara. Uh, but then so but the next time when she came and she was like upset, I felt bad for her. But I was like, OK, well, if you can't address this issue, could you at least tell us the protocols that you do follow in an investigation? Because you could have at least, you could do that in a neutral way, or you could give a press conference in that way. Like a lot of chiefs would do that, you know? So that just, that's what I would like to see. And there was other things that I've learned over the time, over this period um, that, you know, sexual abuse allegations that, just the way it was handled sounded 
badly. And I just want to know how they handle that because there should be protocols they follow. Thank you. I'm going to have to turn off my phone, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The, um, so, you know, Chief Rafferty, basically, she came. Oh, come on, man. Let me let me get rid of this. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to turn this off. I, I didn't realize my uh, system was still set up. It actually works right now. I could be taking calls, but I, I want to turn it off right now. There we go. So this is the Young Jerks, and we're talking to some Canton residents about what's actually going on uh, at the select board meeting uh, that happened yesterday. And Chief Rafferty, she, like, citizens want her to come and speak publicly and answer questions. She comes to a meeting, speaks for a few minutes, attacks the citizens, you know, citizens, accuses them of crimes that they didn't do, that aren't crimes, things that aren't illegal, uh, protesting. Mm -hmm. You know, do you think she's going to show up at a meeting and actually answer some questions? And do you trust that the select board will actually make her do that? No, no. I mean, she might, but I feel like she's going to get emotional again. Like not an emotional, like I mean, I could get emotional too. Uh, but just like she took that so personally and I don't blame her, but she should have taken some time before I really thought about it. It, I think that people just spread rumors like that. If probably people are like, look at this, Helena, like, this is what they're saying about you. Instead of thinking about it, like, not all these people are saying this about you. And why, why are they upset? Like, she didn't think about that. Well, her statement was inappropriate all around. She was there on the agenda to talk about body cameras for the police officers. And for reasons that no one quite understands she was allowed to then go on this five minute diatribe about her own personal feelings and then as i pointed out last night they then shut down any questions they let her speak but then they didn't let anyone else speak which wasn't fair it's very weird too i mean that's uh you would think if, if you're coming to a meeting like that, there are people, a lot of people there that want you to speak, you'd at least stick to the agenda, number one, and number two, like answer some questions. I mean, that seems kind of strange. It's very strange. They they often take that gavel and they, they like interrupt what you're saying and they tell you they want you to talk and then they're like, no, you can't say that. No, you can't say that. Oh, wait a minute. Why don't you, you say that after? Like, that was like... I, I rewatched that meeting like three times and I'm like, that was just so confusing and mixed messages. And I felt bad for the chairman, but I was like, he, he I, I don't know who was a tactic of his or he just didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> and it was just like, he's been in that position for a while now. Like it was just, it, it was weird. It, it seemed so like there were a lot of people there last night. And he seems like a nice gentleman, but like, you know, I literally asked for, again, protocols. And he was like, I'm at a loss, what to do? And I'm like, I just told you what you could do to help the town and just have her or tell us what kind of protocols they follow. I wanna make sure that they're following protocols. Do you understand what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, he should. 
He doesn't. He should look it up. I mean, there were some great moments. One of the funniest moments was when, um, you know, the, the main person, uh, the uh, mediocre chicken palm guy, he the selectman that has all these debts that he doesn't pay, um, who has tons of pictures of him with children drinking alcohol. Um, he was asked about a board he was appointed on. And there's an acronym for the board, and they asked him what was the actual name of the organization that he was a part of, and he couldn't name it. I mean, that was just that was like the most hilarious thing I think I've ever freaking seen. It's like Chicken Palm guy, like mediocre. You are really mediocre. He's not even mediocre. A mediocre would actually be mediocre would know the name of the organization you're appointed of, especially it has to do with substance abuse. And this is an individual who had an OUI. I like my OUI when I was younger. He killed somebody. Like, this is serious. And he's on the board for substance abuse for the town. He's a representative. And he doesn't even know the name of the organization. And it's just such a classic moment of just showing you how messed up this town is, actually. It really is screwed yeah. up. And well, he hasn't actually been to a meeting yet. Still. And he was appointed a in meeting. May. He Come was on. appointed in May, but and they met in June and they met in August. So he skipped the meetings. Well, he, he said he hadn't been to a meeting. meeting. So by his his words, he said, "I yeah, I just was on this board. It's yeah. new, <laughs> you know." So, so sorry for interrupting. No, I want to hear what you think too, because uh, we're going to be playing some of the videos tonight. There's so much goodness from Canton. Um, what do, what do you expect? Like, because a lot of people are asking for later select board meetings because they hold them kind of early. I mean, you know, early early dinner time. What do they do? Four thirty, five. It's it's been five thirty though. Okay. They did vote to move it to seven o'clock going forward. So you've already yeah, changed they took that. A lot of cajoling, yeah. if you watched it, it took a lot of like it, like trying to like it, it till like someone's like. Actually, it was my husband who got up and was like, oh, all of us have to work late. If you don't want this job that you, you know, it's probably their second job. Why did they ask for it? If they, if it's too late for them, it's just, that's usually most towns. So I don't know. I just think it's odd. The whole thing's odd. Everything's odd in Canton. I think it's great, though, <laughs> that you've already impacted. That, that, to me, is, like, huge. I know it was difficult but the the fact that you made them change it and that increases access that that actually increases the likelihood that i might be there or maybe aiden might be there you know what i mean like i'm looking at my schedule there's no way i could get there at 5 30 but seven o'clock maybe you know so like you know and, and i know for canton residents especially that's huge i, I think that's really a good thing and, and some other things you got you're asking for obviously that that uh the meeting with the, you know, they'll have to bring the police chief back. Um, yeah. There's also background checks, baby, for some of the select board candidates you're talking about. Do you think, where does that stand? They said that the, um, they had the town council at the meeting last night. And he told us that the town is not authorized to do that, but that we could do them ourselves. Which I believe that someone did. And they tried to give information to the paper and to the news and they didn't print it. And it's off of the state 
you know, we had articles. I didn't find this out till after, but like, it's like it got swept under the rug. It's just the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, I don't know. Did you? Some some people got cease and desist letters, and I may have been one of them. So, I mean, that's another great point. I think people who have, aren't familiar with this case, uh, there's a selectman who, who is the father of the, of the young man that Aiden and a lot of other people, including myself, think may have done something really bad, you know, in this case. And this selectman has gone around and, and sent cease and desist orders to citizens that voted him that in people who uh, he's supposed to serve. He's serving. He's a selectman for people he's serving. He's sending cease and desist orders, which is a really weird conflict of interest, in my opinion. Opinion. Yes, um, telling the truth, but misspeaking. Like the, it was just the most bizarre letter I've ever received because it pretty much confirmed everything I said, but it's just I didn't word it correctly. <laughs> I didn't get a cease and desist letter, but I did get trolled on Facebook by people on a false profile who were very thinly veiled accusations that I stole money from the town because I spoke out. Where was that? Was that in one of the groups? No, that was on my own personal Facebook page. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've gotten messages. I've gotten, like, uh, I was early on, I would get trolled um, on Canton Confidential. Like, someone sounded like they were going to come to my house they imply it's like all implied threats uh people during the election were getting threats like i wasn't even part of that because my father-in-law was dying and i just was like so caught up in my own stuff and i just like didn't even realize this stuff was going on i didn't even know like it just seemed like chris just popped up out of nowhere and was running so it was like kind of just odd to me do you um actually let me ask you this we were uh obviously you're probably a little frightened um are you still frightened did it stop you from speaking out at all um, and I'm are still... other people affected like have you heard other people also have that same thing happening oh people are terrified i'm still frightened but the more they do to me it's odd because i'm kind of a kind of a baby but the more they say to me, the more I want to keep saying, because it's like, you're going to stop me on Facebook. You're going to stop me from asking questions about a court case where I didn't even, at first I wasn't even saying anything. I would just be like, why isn't John O'Keefe, was he wearing a coat? I don't see a coat in the description. Like, and then that was my first scary one, which actually that wasn't the scariest one, which, the one that said he was, they like called me crazy eyes, which was funny because it was exactly what Turtle Boy said about Jen McCabe. And I thought it was odd because I was like, this must be some kid because it was just, it it sounded really immature. So, and then they were like saying like they knew where I live and like, and then I, I, I notified the administrator of that and they, they, they were like, do you want me to like make them leave? And I'm like, yes. This guy's a fake profile anyways. Was that Canton Confidential? Yeah. And um what do you think guys think about that group? Because because the DA DA seems like he th- threatened or the or is it the police chief? I think both really have kind yeah. of threatened groups like that who I, I, I like Canton Confidential. 
I like the uh, uh, John O'Keefe, uh, you know, Karen Reed group too. I think those groups are great. What do you both think about it? I don't think they understand it because I mean, everybody's got a different opinion. Um, like I try not to insult people. Sometimes I joke around with um, John Cuomo because it's just fun to do that. But like, he's the only person that I'm kind of mean to, but oh, I, I, just to be, I was just joking around and he knows that. So I hope he knows that. <laughs> Like there was a thing where Jill Daniels, Jillian Daniel said the administration administrator wasn't even from uh, America, and um, because he's, he's from Canton. Canton. <laughs> yeah, he's from Canton. He's Italian. <laughs> she said, yeah, it's funny. There is some Canada. comedy there. Yes. So I always go, oh, you know, I call him a Canadian, you know, just to joke around. They have family in Canada, but. He's from Canadian too. <laughs> <laughs> By heritage, I was born here, but I, 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 tell, I said to John because there was a uh, some like kind of like I don't know, it's funny, like because I don't think they allow politics talk, I, or especially unless if the politics don't have to do with Canton anyway. So like, I think the groups about Canton and it like one of the like people were saying well there's that was kind of politics and i was like well and they were joking and i was like i think we should just allow like political jokes if people everyone like gets the joke and doesn't get mad like it's just it's just funny like i, I they don't seem to allow politics there which i like like they, there's yeah. no like infighting there's no like left like people are left right center in that group right yeah i would think so like i try not to when you're talking about something else, I try not to judge people in that way. You know, like it's like a case by case basis on what they, you know, like I can't even judge Turtle Boy because I don't know much about him. I just like, from what I hear, you know, all these things, I'm like, I don't know. I just look at his articles and they like, he's saying they're all accurate and he's got, and no one has said anything to the antithesis that it's not. So, they're just like it it's just the most bizarre thing in the world for them to not i don't know to not say anything except to make us seem like criminals if we disagree with them i mean that that was the crazy part what do you think jennifer about getting confidential or anything else to add on any of the the group has been there for a long time much much longer than you know January 2022, um, and it it was started kind of as an alternative spot to the the main Canton Town Group, uh, which is an interesting place to be, as most town groups are. Um, I bet it's more right wing. In Maybe. some ways, in, my town in is. some ways, yeah. um, but you know, it's a lot of was that bang and is did anybody lose power and let me complain about the traffic and. <laughs> but uh, Canton Confidential is a lot more sort of gritty in a lot of ways. Um, and it's it's not it's 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 always been kind of a fun place to be. It's an interesting place these days. 
and there are I, a lot yeah. fewer Canton. There are a lot more non-Canton people in it now than there used to be. <laughs> I'm in there. I love it. I was like, oh, I love this group. It's so funny. But uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting to see a lot of this. I mean, getting tonight we're gonna play so many videos from Canton Confidential. So like, there's that too. Let, let me ask you another question about like because. There were a lot of people at the select board. I, I, it seems like every meeting there's more people there. And this time it seemed like it was standing room only. And I noticed a lot of women and it seemed like it was mostly like mothers and grandmothers, a lot of them. And um, are you calling me I, a grandmother? No, I don't, I don't even know what you look like. I can't <laughs> I see you, <laughs> but I'm just saying from what I saw with some of the videos, you know, and um, like, I would guess that a lot of them are liberals, that they're Democrats are the democratic groups like like into this? I know in my town there's like little democratic groups, and well, I just I, wonder like what what kind of uh, people you think are showing up right now. I and think mostly liberals, and then there's turtle riders. I think that people are just disgusted because mm -hmm. something obviously. I mean, the article I read the day after that accident was about a glass, a party, and a plow driver that saw nothing, like nobody. And the next day, all the articles changed. And I wish I had the article because it was either the Patriot Ledger or the Globe. But it made me crazy because they also said he was in a snowbank. But I have pictures from that morning of my dog because I thought my dog was dying. And this long story that I always post about. People are probably sick of it. But, like, I'm just like, I know there wasn't snow that morning like, like that because it just started. And it was off and on. And sometimes it looked... You know, like they were squalls. Sometimes it looked like a blizzard. And I was out there pretty early and I remember hearing the sirens and I'm only like a mile and a half away, maybe. It's just it, like the whole thing was bizarre. And that's just like all of a sudden she hit him and then I believed it because I was like, there's no way a cover up could happen. Like, that's just crazy. And then the more I later on, the more I thought about it, like months later, and I would see the like I'd see court dates and I'd see the other side uh, get really upset if anything was ruled against them and I'm like what why are they acting like that that's like so bizarre like it just it, it, to me it was like I just felt she couldn't have done this and they didn't look mm -hmm. into it and it's awful and it's it's actually abhorrent the fact that they didn't do a proper investigation it, the blood is in these cups and like do they even have that anymore i guess that was confirmed by another friend of mine that said that helena said that yeah that that they that they gathered that and i'm like it's just don't you have a crime scene kit like i don't understand like let us know what's going on with your like it's canton it's a pretty like it should have it should be equipped with stuff like this and protocols it's so much it's so funny how much i think evidence there is mm. and it's like it's hard to wrap yourself especially with what i'm doing now like bringing it into the show now where we we weren't here from the beginning we didn't uh do it aiden did start from step one like I, I think it was probably hard from him to even start from step one with all the info he had at the time but like it's it's really there's so much info out there now like I, I just go with what Aiden was talking about today. No Boston Police Department at Karen Reed's court dates. Just think about that. Like Boston cop gets killed. 
that never happens. The Boston police would be in uniform there every hearing. They're not there because because why? They know. They know she didn't do it. Like and there's so much little shit like that that you just lawn. can't. Someone's on your lawn. You don't go outside. Like yeah, for, like that. I have a like lot of by, people in my family like, that are it, law enforcement, yeah. and I was just like, Whoa, exactly. I know that would be the first thing they did. I think most people would be like, I gotta get out there. And not just him. Like it was somebody yeah. you invited. That not and not just the Alberts. Oh. Not just the, the you know. I, I I like this guy. I was friends. With, I drank beer with him. With Tommy Kelleher. Across the street, he he didn't come across like Tommy. Where were you? I hope he has an alibi or whatever for that. Or I hope you know, maybe he's turning state evidence. I hope so. I don't. I have no idea. I I haven't talked to Tommy in decades. He probably wouldn't even remember me. <laughs> I, I'm sure he would actually. I don't know, but you know, like I just wonder. Like it's just, uh, you know, that's that's weird too. There's so many weird things. Yeah, I love it too. Like we. I'm, I'm looking at the comments, got a lot of comments. I'll post some more, but uh, the, <laughs> one of the first ones I saw was random effing citizens, y'all. Except That's what we have tonight. We have the we're fucking effing random citizens. Yeah. <laughs> that was the quote. It, it's not random effing citizens, it's effing random. <laughs> effing random citizens. Yeah. I don't care what word he used. He just doesn't like, we're not, we don't mean anything to him. Like, uh, dude, I voted for you once before. <laughs> Don't you ever think that I'm going to vote for you again or anybody in my family because I have family in Canton. So I don't know what he's thinking. Well, I think he's thinking old school. Like, it's like, you know, me, I'm going to have to take like, like, honestly, with this whole turtle boy thing, I feel like it's like a new, like born again type moment. You know what I mean? It's like very strange for me, honestly. And with this, with them, it's the same thing. It's like, you got to adjust, dude. This isn't, this isn't six months ago and they're this is your life from now on every friggin day they're going to be looking at you every day john connelly you can't say it. another friggin word because you're done if you do like these guys i don't know how albert does that just sits there and gets, oh no i guess he has to at this point for the family yeah, i feel like but, he has to be there for some reason because i don't see how anybody because he looks bad if he doesn't like, that's it like like and he, he seems like he probably has a temper for that kind of thing. So it's like the fact that he's just sitting there while people are saying that stuff, like it's so weird. Mm-hmm. And then um I don't know, like what was I was gonna say something and now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> 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 oh, they're banking on the fact that Turtle Boy is a Republican because I get trolls like that too, like or like or he's on the right. And I'm like, yeah. that stuff it matters to me if it's about voting and I don't always agree with them, but I don't hate them. Like, I don't, I'm not going to be like, you know, like and I don't like some of the things he says. It, sometimes I think it's mean, but like, I don't really understand because I haven't seen all this stuff, but at the same time, I'm like, I, I don't know. They're banking on the fact that it's turtle boy. And most, a lot of us are liberals. So they're like, how could you, how could you? Well, that's the funniest thing. Like, I think they like, should be well, shitting even more. What do you mean, Turtle Boy? He's got the like liberals after us now. Yeah, like, like that's the thing. Like, <laughs> like this is how said, I got the big it is. He's got the receipts, you know. Like so me, like, I'm with Turtle Boy on this. Like, come on. So, um, I want to play some videos. Yeah, I want to play some of the videos. I know most of the audience has probably seen them all, but if you haven't, you know, and even if you have, like, we're gonna watch some of the funniest videos tonight. Do you want to stick around and watch some of the videos, or do you have to head out? Totally, I want to watch the videos. I, c- I can't get enough. 
<laughs> we want to relive them. <laughs> oh my god, this is great! I love it. I Let's try. It should be on Hollywood. Let's see if this one works. Hopefully, it does. You see, Ernst is Ernst is calling me now. You can see it on the screen. Ernst has been calling me. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you after the show, Ernst. I want to. I want to talk about Kim tonight. I want to talk about all that cancel bullshit. Trish Boyden, Twenty Six Farm Street. I'm going to ask a select board member, Albert, three rhetorical questions, meaning he doesn't have to answer yeah. them. This information is important for the folks who voted for him. Am I not? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Damn it. How about now? Sorry. Okay. Okay. So regarding your $65,000 in tax liens, what makes you think you're qualified to oversee spending of the $140 million municipal budget, a budget that's funded by taxpaying citizens when you didn't pay your taxes? You were summoned to Stoughton District Court 11 times. 11 times you failed to show. Oh, 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 my God. Can you imagine your elected official? And there's a line of women with the facts of all your bad shit that you've done, all the shady shit that you've done. And you've done a lot of shady shit. This is Selectman Chris Albert and Canton. This is, this is so good. I, I just can't. I don't know. I'm just... What do you, you ladies have anything to say about this? I'm just dying. Yeah, this is the first. Because they're so lackadaisical about it. Like some people are like, yeah, well, you owned a restaurant. It's hard to keep a restaurant going. I'm like, yeah, but this is years of it. I mean, every I've had trouble paying bills, but it's just like, this is constant. Like she said, it seems like a grift. Like, I mean, and this is documented stuff. And they're just like, they always make excuses or it's just like, it, doesn't it's unbelievable it really is we tried to tell people about this before the election and that was when i started getting comments on my facebook page for speaking out yeah and that's when i started noticing because they were being wicked mean to you oh my god what, what's going on and then mm. i started asking questions and i started getting trolled unbelievable oh why should Canton citizens have someone like you on its select board? You you routinely rent up debt on credit cards like Discover, Bank of America, Capital One, some up to 15 grand. You didn't pay. You didn't pay food service distributors for your business. You um, Even a local business like Burley Oil had to sue um, to get money that was rightfully owed to them. What you figured out is uh, these big companies hire counsel. They go to... Soton District Court, you're a summons, you don't show up. The cases to show is pending, they don't end. So it's a nice grift you've got going on there. Also, you didn't disclose to voters, you served time in jail, even though the select board oversees the police department. Why? That's all I have for today. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch some more. There's so many good videos here. Let's, uh, we did that one. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to skip forward here. This was a tough act to follow. <laughs> now, yeah. they're, now they're sending me the bar stool. Uh, I'm gonna, you know what I want? We we talked about another good video that you had mentioned earlier. Mm. I feel like everybody was great. Yeah. This one is just a funny one. This is like the quick clip. I want to play this one. I want to play some other great ones too. But this one. <laughs> This is the right way. Yes, here we go. This is, <laughs> we could play this all day. 
Ah, <rire> That was like, <laughs> I could listen to her all day. Who is this? I can't see the video. Oh. The video is only showing to you. <laughs> oh. oh, really? I thought you don't yeah. see it. Oh, I'm laughing. Oh, my God. Let me share. I'm, I'm playing it for myself. Oh, I got to play this again. <sighs> Expired. Expired. Oh. <laughs> with you four. These two over here gotta go. Like, you know, gotta go. What's in the refrigerator? Gotta go. Pass their expiration date. That's just my opinion. Expired. Expired. <laughs> I have no problem with you four. These two over here gotta go. Like, you know, gotta go. What's in the refrigerator? Gotta go. Oh. Pass their expiration date. That's just my opinion. Expired. Expired. <laughs> I have no problem with you four. These two over here got to Oh man. I've always scored three because two out of three people I have to work. I didn't know Mr. Albert. I didn't know Mr. Albert. Okay. Don't say okay. That's my integrity. That's integrity. Remember. It's integrity right there. I didn't know Mr. Albert. I had Robert Kevin and Lily. I was a Lily coach. I knew Mr. Albert. All right, that one was. Uh, I knew Mr. Court through his uh, his mother and father through the nights of Congress his dad, and then I knew this whole guy's three years on this board. All right, I'm gonna stop that one. That that one was. Uh, <laughs> he had to uh, defend his endorsement of Albert. That that was a good one too. To be fair, he did say he endorsed everybody because he used to work with them. So I understand that, but to say that he didn't know him was just like, come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, how do you not know, him? know that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 100%. You know his dad, you know his brother, but you don't know him. Yep. Who is this right here? She's great. Who is this? That's Rita. She's the she's the OG FRC. <laughs> Let's play her. I'm going to play. She's got like a five minute clip here. I want to. She has a yeah, lot of good awesome. stuff. I almost wanted to cry. That's what we need. If we don't do something now, it's gonna only get worse. And, you know, I just wanna say, we still have disrespect. The woman that spoke and asked for an apology, Mr. Conley couldn't even look at her. He just sat there staring into, into dead air for the whole time she spoke, didn't even look at her when she was addressing him. And Mr. Albert, he's taking notes. I, I don't know how many boxes and circles you can make, but you know, he's taking notes. I would like to just share one thing because it was said to me, I was, you know, the random citizen, I'm trying to know Mr. Conley, the outrage you have sparked in this world, in this country. I got a button in my mailbox with what you said to me. I had another person drop off this, okay? I got a t-shirt here that people dropped off. People were outraged and yet you think a little tiny footnote in a newspaper that you kind of squish under the rug was an apology. It didn't even state specific what you did and what you're going to do different other than I'm a good Catholic boy and I'm going to, you know, do whatever. So it falls short. Everything you guys have done has fallen short. And I would like to say, you refer to me as an effing random citizen. I will not use that word. I want you to know it doesn't matter how long I've lived in this town. 
It doesn't matter where I'm from. If I chose Canton as my home, Canton is my home. But let me enlighten you a little bit. My great-grandparents came to this country from Italy in 1907, and they had a house on Rockland Street, and they raised their 10 children there. My grandfather was one of them. And those children had children, and they all, most of them stayed here, and they continued to have their families here and live here. My dad was born at 62 Bolivar Street. My dad lived next door to his cousins. The backyard, as you know, is a pond. When my dad was nine years old, he always spoke about how much he loved Canton, which is why I moved here in 1979. When my dad was nine years old, his parents didn't have a lot of money. They bought him a sled for Christmas. He took that sled over to the island across Forge Pond to get firewood. When he came back, he fell through the ice, and it was his neighbor across the street, 13-year-old Nick Marathis, who saved his life. If you don't think this case impacts me, you've got another thing coming. This case does impact me. I am so indebted to Nick Marathas for saving my father's life because I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my father. My father is named after his uncle, his uncle Willie. His uncle Willie worked at Plymouth Rubber. You know Plymouth Rubber. He gave his life for Plymouth Rubber. 1938, my father's uncle Willie died from the toxins from Plymouth Rubber. Another street, Plymouth Ave, is named after another one of my uncles, Petro Gallo. He's a, a decorated war hero. They named the street after him. I came to this town to see my father's family on Bolivar Street. We swam at Bolivar Pond and we got the infections. The air infections. Glad there's a pool now. Okay. I chose Canton as my home because the love my father had for this town. I raised my family in this town. This family is full of diversity, full of camaraderie. People are just, it's an awesome town. And all of this is making us look like a shithole. And people aren't going to want to move here. This town is a beautiful town. But you'd never know it from what's going on here. And... So I just want you to know, I chose here, I've been paying taxes for 45 years, and my ancestors still live here. And some of them even served on the police force. I'm not anti-blue. This has to, we have to heal. And Mr. Theodore, I'm just asking you, we need, you, there's a trust issue. I have no problem with you four. These two over here, gotta go. Like, you know, got to go. What's in the refrigerator? Got to go. Pass the expiration date. That's just my opinion. But, well, there's two. You know, please, please consider bringing in a private crisis management firm to help us turn this ship around and get Kitten back on track. That's all I have to say. Thank you, Mike. Sean Colburn, 89 Randolph Terrace. Um, just to revisit... Um, not to be redundant. That was amazing. Can I say I, something about that? Yeah, please do. I forget what it is. I no, I'm sorry. I'm that's stop what again. we need. Go ahead. She reminds. It, I don't know why. It reminds me of Scout and To Kill a Mockingbird, which she's <laughs> like, I know you, Mister So and So. Like when the angry villagers were gonna come and uh, I forget the character's name, but they were gonna like kill uh, the prisoner before 
you know, it, it, it's something about it was just like, so like it, it touched emotion and people understood like, she's not, you didn't pay food service distributors for your citizen. Your business. <laughs> you, um, I'm sorry, but I hit the click. I'm trying to find some other videos we haven't seen. We've already seen this one, I believe, right? The one I just started playing. Well, this one. over 50 years old. So, yeah. I'm a member of CASA, and I'm a member of the Master in Implementation Plan. And what does CASA stand for? CASA stand for? Um, Canton, so, uh, Canton Abuse... Um, I'm new to it. We uh, I haven't been to a meeting. <laughs> oh, that's the one. What did you? I mean, I'm surprised people didn't groan. Like, what was the look on people's faces when he when this buffoon <laughs> is up there? Just like he knows he's done. He's like he's like oh shit. He like he doesn't know he's done. No, no. I mean, like in terms of like he doesn't know the name of it. Like yeah, he can't like, answer the question. Uh, we knew, some of us knew the, the question was coming and expected that he wouldn't have an answer. Right. This is unbelievable. <laughs> I love uh, Mikasa Sukasa. That's from John Como. Yeah, John. I want John to call in too. He, oh. <laughs> Hi, John. Did you hear what I said about Rita? What is it? Um, Rita's speech. Did you hear me say that earlier? I don't know if I was shut off. No, um, I don't think you were shut off. Go ahead. When I said she reminded me of Scout and To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes. Sort of way. Oh, I just thought it was so like, I don't know. It just was like, that was a great speech. Because like, I think a lot of people can relate to it. I, it was really, really well done. Rita was awesome. I, I wish I knew what you're talking about. I feel like I should know. And to kill a mockingbird when the little girl was like, everybody was gonna, I don't know, it was just something about it. And I know it's like she's an adult and Scout was a little girl, but <laughs> it was when she called out the angry villagers. And I just feel like that's what she did to him. She's like, that was not cool, dude. <laughs> it, you know, it reminded me of a, a movie called Network, too. It was just like, you know, one of those speeches, you know, different situation, but, uh, Kind of that same passion. I want to go back to uh, the the Mikasa guy, <laughs> the mediocre chicken farm guy. <laughs> this is a good comment from YouTube. AC says he's on Casa while he lets his underage son drink it all the time. Here he is. It's it's medio mediocre chicken farm. Oh, you know what? One thing I want to say too. Uh, for Aiden Kearney, uh, Turtle Boy Daily News. Uh, one other thing I kind of regret from the other night is I didn't throw out the award-winning <laughs> journalist, Aiden Kearney, <laughs> from Turtle Boy Daily News. I'm going to start seeing that a lot. Because, oh, you cool. know what? Because Aiden, you know, I, I was trying to, like, the other night before the show, or even, I think, during the show, I'm not sure when it came out, but I was like, Aiden, we're both failed school teachers because i actually was like that's what i went to college for to be a history teacher and i and i i was like a long-term sub i substituted for all these different schools and i i was a head wrestling coach i never actually got hot they they basically overlooked me and then i was successful in the financial industry for a while and now i'm a successful dog walker but i've 
yeah, one of the things that Aiden and I do have in common is that we are both, and this this actually pisses off a lot of people, especially that that snitchio dude. And the reason I call him snitchio is as people should know too that he used to be part of this show. Um, he started off as trolling us, and I thought he would be. It's weird. He showed up at our station. He pretended he wasn't the troll. I did, and I figured it out right away. And then I called him on it, and I figured, you know what? I could use this guy. He he could probably be good. He, he's a little rough, but we could polish him. And it just got weird. And I just got to say, it was like a friendship thing again. People think they act like you're, you know, you know, we're friends, and then they use you, and they basically use the friendship against you, and and that's what happened with Brian. And it got to a point where Brian actually got cut from an episode because he couldn't stop over-talking our guests and, and going off topics. And we had a wicked busy show with four candidates. He felt like he should be on that show because he, I think, had already gone and interviewed one of the candidates. So he was kind of bummed, and I got that. But I just I didn't want him on that episode. It was too busy of a show for him to be on there. And um, he got really mad. And instead of you know, talking to me more about it or even dealing with it. He went to our station to try to get our station to cancel our program with a legal threat. He sent a legal, you know, that's, that's the kind of guy Brian is. <laughs> so, you know, Brian, you, you had two award winning journalists on the other night and Aiden and I actually have that in, in common. We're award winning journalists. I know that mm -hmm. bothers some people, but Hey, I got two of them upstairs. People <laughs> voted, gave us awesome. the award. So, Aiden Kearney, Carney, award-winning journalist, Turtle Boy Sports. I'm going to be saying that a lot. I think I think he deserves it too. So uh, let's let's play more of this chicken palm, the mediocre chicken palm guy. Yeah, because we know the group they're getting together. We just uh, since I'm new to the board, I just got to play through it. What kinds of issues? You know, just what kinds of issues that board addresses? Well, substance abuse. Yeah, substance abuse board. So one um, thing I brought up, Mr. Theodore, when you and Mr. Conley and I met. Um, oh, that's it. I was hoping there was a little more to it, but. Oh, she she, was, she did go to, like, she pointed out that he was yeah. in a lot of pictures with underage drinking and. You know, I know because I, thought, I did I see a longer true. video. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's see if we can find it because I there's a bunch of videos. I just didn't honestly have <laughs> enough time to sort which was which, but and I've I, seen. Go ahead. That's the uh, audacity of them to like, you know that there's this turtle boy out there. You know, like, wouldn't anybody look at the articles? Do you know what I'm saying? Anybody would do that. You'd be curious, like, whether you agreed with them or not. So, like, you can't pretend you don't know what's going on here. Especially this month, this many months in. You're right. Yeah, like, come on. He calls this people. <laughs> you must have got a message. <laughs> a lot of audacity out there. I'm gonna try a couple more. I because I love the clips. If we can get some more up, I don't. Can we get oh, this? Hold on. Oh, what? He's gonna read a statement. Oh, you wanted to read? Yeah. Oh, that's why. Right. Okay. No, oh, wow. this is his apology. Oh no, I'm not, okay. I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry. Such okay. as it is. Josh, go right ahead, Mr. Conway. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, fellow board members, ladies and gentlemen. As some of you know, I've proudly served our community for over 40 years, and I'm truly honored. I've allowed my emotions. Excuse me. I, I'm very sorry that I call people effing random citizen. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. and he served us for 40 years. 
Yeah. You gotta tell us that first. <laughs> like he does he doesn't actually say what he did though, does he? Never. I'm I'm sorry that I call people effing random citizens. <laughs> his is apology for that. She's to get like, the better of me, and more. I truly apologize for my actions. I'm committed to being accountable to the people of this town. I truly respect that everyone has a right to their voice and their opinion. And I pledge to set a better example in the future. Thank you for your consideration and thank you for your time. John Connolly from the Board of Selectmen. Select Board, excuse me. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, Mr. Connolly. I'm Hold on. Oh, what? He's going to read a statement. Oh, there's this so many good moments. I feel like we're missing some, though. <laughs> which, which, which one should I be looking for right now? Let's try this one. Tissue. I have no problem with you four. These two over here, gotta go. <laughs> but, you know, gotta go. What's in the refrigerator? Gotta go. Past their expiration date. That's just my opinion. Expired. Expired. <laughs> Tissue. I have no problem oh, uh, with please. you four. These two uh, I can't here, even stop it. I'm laughing so hard. Uh, this is, what is it? The one in the corner up top. She was great. Everybody's great, but this one right here. Yeah, I think so. I, think I tried that earlier, and it, it went to. Let's try it again. Maybe I. You didn't pay food service uh, distributors for your business. Maybe if we fast you, forward, um, there's another one on there. Yeah. I was Colin's room parent. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yay! <laughs> Is that you? She's really good. Yeah. Jennifer, <clears throat> Jennifer Trethaway, twenty-two <laughs> Leonard Street. Looking up at you, I've known all of you up there for quite some time. I was Colin's room parent. Will came home from kindergarten and told me that Catherine Duty was his girlfriend. She was in fifth grade. I worked with you. I've known you all for a very long time. I've had a very good relationship with you. One of the things that I hear or my perception, I should say, is that I don't think you understand where all of the anger is coming at you from. And I would imagine that it must feel pretty awful. You've all been in those chairs pretty much unnoticed for a long time. And now you have a room full of people who are spouting very angry things. After the last meeting, I stopped and I thought about why I went home really angry. And I want to share the four things that happened that made me feel uncomfortable specifically. Number one, we broadcast the meeting on Canton Community TV. At the very beginning of the meeting, all of a sudden, the broadcast cut out. It came back on right after Chief Rafferty finished speaking. It was never addressed. Sorry, the meeting isn't broadcasting. It is being recorded so that people can see it in its entirety afterwards. Would have saved a lot of the speculation and anger that happened as a result. But that didn't happen. Instead, we watched the IT people kind of scurry around in here and people just pretended that it wasn't going on. You should have addressed it and that would have helped. Number two, 
the rules in the meeting say that discussion is limited to agenda items. You brought the chief in to talk about body cameras. She finished talking about body cameras and went on for several minutes with a very personal statement about things that we're not supposed to talk about in this room, but you let her go. And when other people in the room tried to ask her questions about it, even though she had spoken about it as part of her agenda item, they were cut off. So that breaks trust right there and it creates a double standard. Number three, we had just talked about public commenting laws and about the fact that you can't restrict what someone says during public commenting. I'm sure that when Rita spoke, it wasn't fun to listen to, but cutting her off and telling her she was out of order goes against what that public commenting period is, is designed to be. That also breaks trust and creates a double standard. You also, there's been a lot of talk about the code of ethics, code of conduct for the select board. We've seen several examples of that being broken. If there's no consequence to that, then it feels like a very empty piece of paper, which again, breaks trust. Those are the four things that I went home with after the last meeting. And I wanted to share them with you because I think it's important that you hear what we're perceiving. My shirt says fight like hell on it. I don't want to fight like hell with the select board. I want to fight like with, against the select board. I want to fight like hell for my town. And I want to know that we're all working on that together. And when I walked out of here at the end of the last meeting, I didn't feel that way. And I wanted you to understand why. Thank you for your Thank time. You. Really good speech. That was awesome. So many. I, I feel like I'm missing some too because there were so many. You didn't pay food uh, service distributors for your business. What was her name? Kathleen Howley, uh, because she was calling out how uh, George Como was sort of attacked by Helena. Yeah, that's right. I did see and that. It, that wonder, was great yeah. the way she, she did I wonder that. if it's in one of these. I, I want to try some more because there was some more footage here that I know I haven't played yet. Maybe it's further up too. Let me see. No, okay. Let's play a few more of these videos. See what we have. Tara Schumann, 32 Wildwood Drive. I think one of the things I do understand about what the select board does is that each of you also serve on committees in town. And I was wondering if just each of you could just go around and tell us the committees that you currently sit on. Oh, yeah. I'm a member of CASA and I'm a member of the Master Implementation Plan. <laughs> and what does CASA stand for? CASA stand for? Yeah. Um, Canton, so uh, Canton abuse. Um, I'm new to it. We I haven't been to a meeting yet because <coughs> the group they're getting together. We just um, since I'm new to the board, I just got appointed to it recently. 
What kinds of issues do you know? Just what kinds of issues that board addresses? Or substance abuse. Yeah, it's a substance abuse board. So one um, thing I brought up, Mr. Theodore, when you and Mr. Conley and I met um, over coffee um, in a meeting that I requested um, a few weeks ago, um, I suggested two things to you when you asked me the exact question that you just asked the um, the board, the, the room here. Um, after we had a lengthy discussion about what it means to listen with curiosity, um, which I thought was the most important thing. Um, I then suggested that, or actually I asked you what, you know, what were things that maybe could build some credibility and, um, and we came to the time change and I really appreciate that you brought that up tonight. Um, and the second thing I suggested was um, involve the committees. And I think that in particular, I mentioned to you that because there are so many photos, um, and unfortunately, Mr. Albert, I don't mean to make this a, a, a look at like we're all jumping on you right now, but there are a lot of photos right now of um, that have been widespread of Mr. Albert um, in situations where there's underage drinking going on. And I think that one of the things, as I mentioned to you in private, I think would be important for the credibility of the board is to have members serve on boards that make sense and are a better fit for them. And I mentioned in particular that I didn't think that Mr. Albert was maybe a good fit for the Canton um, Alliance on, um, I looked this up, substance abuse. Um, so I, that was one uh, suggestion that I thought would be kind of low hanging fruit that might be a good place to start. Might be a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love how she threw it in. Giving kids advice. Yeah. If it doesn't take it seriously. Yeah. I, I loved how she threw in the name of the. She that was good. That was a good dig at him at, at the end. Yeah. yeah, you're missing Kristen. I know where is she? And I don't. Which you know video? what? She she wasn't speaking during the public commenting part. Uh, it was before that. Yeah. And I don't think that video is right. I don't think it's in there. I've seen. Man, I want to keep looking. I think because I think we have a couple more videos that we may. And oh, we played that one. Didn't someone, we? someone in in your comments asked what the select board gets paid. They get paid a whopping fifteen hundred dollars a year. For oh, wow. one thousand five hundred and seventeen dollars, I believe. A Not year? a lot of money. Yeah, I thought it was per meeting. No, I was like, wow, that's a lot per meeting. Nope. Yeah, that's not a lot. Nope. So you must have to wonder why a pizza shop owner and huge debt would want to take on a free job, basically. Did I, um, they get I believe it also, they also have the option to get the health insurance through the town as well. Maybe that's why. That would be health insurance. That would so. help. I don't feel like that's oh, why, though. I mean, this yeah. is so, speculation, right. but I just, I mean, come on. Like, I don't know. Like, why, saying, why do you want oh, to you want really talk? That? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's weird. I think we got basically all the videos that uh, are listed here. Yeah. Plus, I mean, like one of his, uh, like his, uh, his brother's daughter's boyfriend was up for police to be, he was on the list, you know, and there's just whole, so much controversy in that stuff. It's just like, there was this car accident uh where two pedestrians were hit in the same incident like with two different people one was a police officer answering the call there's just a i don't have like facts to give you but i know that it happened because it's in a you know it's in the newspaper 
Now, did he, any, either of you go to the uh, protest today with Turtle Boy outside of Michael Morrissey's? I went to the one where he was outside of D&E. Oh, you did today? <laughs> yeah, I didn't really like protest, but I was like, I don't know. I just. I, I we should play I, that. We should. That, that should actually like, be the. I don't think it's me. I just what is it? Like Karen Reed is getting railroaded, and I don't like it. Yeah. You know what? Let's play. I just want to know more because it's just wrong. Yeah, the announcement went out that he was outside DE to our network within Canton. It's not what? like me to protest either. Like, I yeah. try to, you know. I'm Aiden Carney of Turtle Boy Daily News. I've been investigating the death of John O'Keefe from Canton, Massachusetts. His girlfriend, Karen Reed, is charged with his murder. I think it's this one, right? Let's no. That's I'm I'm trying to find the videos from today from him. So under a live stream? Yeah, it probably is. There it is. So is it this one or this one? I think it's protesting in Canton. Let's play that. That's I, that I, one. I think it was hilarious. It's one of the funniest lines ever. He was like, well, let's just hear it. The, uh, <laughs> the pepperoni. I just, oh, my God. Operation is locked. Rotate device back. Oh, it's making me do it this way. It's making me stream this way. Okay. All right, no worries. What's up, everyone? We are in Canton. We're going to be doing some protesting. Going to DE Pizza right now, and we're gonna demand the resignation of Chris Albert from the Board of Selectmen. So we need to protest. So, what's up, everyone? Is it even open? Oh, it's open. Yeah, let's cross. There we go. There we go. All right. How's everyone doing today? Look where we are. CF McCarthy's. Going to DNE Pizza. Okay. All right. So, I don't think Chris is in there. So we are outside DNE Pizza, owned by Chris Albert, Chicken Parm Charlie. We're here to do a little protesting. We are demanding the resignation of Chris Albert from the Board of Selectmen. We got our signs and everything here. Down with Chris Albert. Resign, Chris Albert. Resign from the Board of Selectmen. Disgraceful. Loser. Loser. So we're going to have awareness here. It might even be the first day of school. I see school buses going by. A lot of traffic here. Okay. And again, I don't want to go inside because he doesn't like when I do that. Please so forgot to peacefully protest. Is Chris here? Fuck you, pussy. Fuck you. What do you mean, fuck you? Fuck you. Why are you so turtle boy? You're a bully. You guys are bullies with cameras. How are we bullies? Bully with a fucking camera. You're a liar. Who are you? He's so angry. Why? Fuck mother of a guy. Whoa. 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 Yeah. Fuck you. That's so rude. That's so rude. What? Oh, I didn't ask for it. It's okay. I know, but we're just here. I know. We're just, is Chris here? Where's Chris? What? Where is he? I don't know. Tell him to come down here. I want to talk to him. 
Um, so anyway, we're here peacefully protesting for justice for John O'Keefe. I didn't announce this because this is going to be a one-man protest. We are here with Richie here. Uh, he is documenting this, but we are here to peacefully protest. Last night at the Board of Selectmen meeting, uh, we had a really good turnout of Canton people who are demanding better for their town. Uh, so if you're in the area, feel free to come down. Uh, we are peacefully protesting again outside of D&E Pizza. Oh my goodness gracious, he's so angry. Is Colin in? No? Okay. So, uh, you know, we, we want to, we want Chris to resign, right? But what else we got here? What, what else are we warning people about? Oh, there's, of course. I mean, this is mediocre chicken parm inside. You know, be warned. <laughs> be warned if you're going to try it. It's, it's, it's mediocre. Okay. Mediocre. You're not, it, yeah. it's come see, come sa. What else do we have? Oh, Kyle was in the house. Colin was inside the house. The data shows that Colin was inside the house. If Colin's out there right now, please, Colin, if you have an alibi, come on down and share with us. We'd be happy. We'd be happy to show uh, and correct the record. If you could just show us the Life360 data that they claim that you have uh, from, what was it? Around 12-11, I think they're saying that you left. They say, you're saying that they left at 12-11, right? So, you know, if you have it, Colin, Feel free to come down here and show it to us. We'd be happy to clear the record. We haven't heard from you. We haven't heard back from you about it. But yeah, we are here to protest. We're here peacefully protesting right in the center of town. So uh, we'll see. A lot of traffic here. A lot of traffic. Colin was in the house. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. He came out with the screwdriver. Colin was in the house. He was inside the house. Inside the house. He was there. The data shows that he's there. Brian Albert's grand jury testimony shows that he was there. He was in the house. He was in the house. So why wasn't he questioned? Why wasn't Colin Albert questioned? Colin was inside the house. He was inside 34 Fairview Road. He was there. He was there. We got a thumbs up. Nice to see. Colin was in the house. He was inside the house. I'm telling you, he was there. He was there, folks. He was there. Colin was in the house. Colin was in the house. He was inside 34 Fairview Road. Why wasn't he questioned by police? Why was his identity hidden for so long? Hey! There she is. There she is. Colin was in the house. Colin was in the house. Colin was inside the house. He was there. He was there. Why are they hiding him? That's what I want to know. Why are they hiding? Why, if he didn't do anything wrong, why doesn't he just admit to being in the house? Because remember, they said John O'Keefe never came in that house. So what does it matter if Colin was in there or not? He was there, but what does it matter if he was, if uh, John never stepped in the house? Colin was in the house. He was there. I'm telling you, he was there. Colin was inside the house. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. What is Chris Albert covering up? What was Chris Albert covering up? Chris Albert, the owner of DE Pizza, has dozens of judgments against him in civil court. He can't pay his bills. Julie, his wife, didn't show up for court last week or two weeks ago, maybe tops. Where was she? Why didn't she show up? Why can't she pay off a thousand dollar credit bill? And so, if that, what's the town budget here? $145 million? You're going to put a guy in charge of the budget, a hunt of a budget that big, and he can't pay his bills. 
They're not paying their own uh, suppliers here. They got sued by some of their suppliers. They can't even pay for their pepperoni. The pepperoni <laughs> man is getting stiffed. Colin was in the house. He was inside 34 Fairview Road. Remember the sticky cheese man? Do you ever read stories to your kids? Can we pay you in pepperoni? Oh, my payment in pepperoni. Pepperoni man. I want to listen to that again. It's so funny, man. Oh. Julia's wife didn't show up for court last week or two weeks ago, maybe. Tops. Where was she? Why didn't she show up? Why can't she pay off a thousand dollar credit bill? And so, if that, what's the town budget here? $145 million? You're going to put a guy in charge of the budget of a budget that big and he can't pay his bills? They're not paying their own uh, suppliers here. They got sued by some of their suppliers. They can't even pay for their pepperoni. The pepperoni <laughs> man is getting stiffed. Colin was in the house, he was inside 34 Fairview. Road. He was inside 34 Fairview Road when John O'Keefe went inside. John O'Keefe also went inside 34 Fairview Road. They were all there. They were all there. So what's up, everyone? Okay, what else do we got? Colin was in the house. Colin was in. Can I ask? Resign, you? Chris Albert. He needs to resign. He's a disgrace. Yes, resign, Chris Albert. Do you want to say something? Yeah. Did you look at any of those reports? Like some of the cell phone stuff from the day before and then the witness reports. It was like they wanted him to show up at the waterfall so bad. And I just thought it was weird because they're like, well, we're not, we weren't friends. Like, I just was like, some of these reports and they all contradict each other. And one where Julie said that she found out John was dead at four, no, 455 or five in the morning exactly yeah the wife in the morning it's yeah like that was before four yeah that's weird a lot of weird stuff there's so many things we can point to thing like i, I so many yeah <laughs> they need a new pepperoni guy the new <laughs> comment i love our, our comments somebody should write a book about the pepperoni man oh a little kid's book <laughs> Bob C left a comment. He said, You guys should show up on the 15th. It's a good group of people and seeing Karen smile in the middle of so much turmoil turmoil is worth taking the day off. I, I was outside I the courthouse at the last hearing with my sign. <laughs> I really wish I could. I'm not sure if I'll be able to. It's really hard for my business the way it's run, unfortunately. And so are you both expecting you might be there at the next hearing or not? I think so. I went to the last one. Um, and that's what got me to go to the, like, I was so intimidated about going to those meetings after I saw how Tara was treated. And then I, I, I went to the, the court and I was like, all right, I'm just going to go. I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to go. And then, um, you know, that's, that's when, like, at first, I feel like more and more people started showing up. Yeah, it was, it was huge. I'm wondering what's going to happen the next one, if it's going to be even larger. <laughs> I need to make a new sign, though. The The rain made my last one run. 
And I wonder if uh, any of those fools on the other side will show up and get Turtle Boyd. He was amazing. He spent amazing so many times, like the Jen McCabe. When her and her husband left the courthouse and the car, I want to see Carl. I want to know what's going on with Carl lately. Mm-hmm. He's has he been kicking around lately or not? I don't know. I wonder if he'll be there on the fifteenth. I bet he. I bet he won't. I bet he's had enough of Turtle Boy. Well, he got booed the last time on his way in. It's like I was far enough away that I couldn't quite hear. I couldn't quite hear him. Couldn't quite hear Aiden. Yep. But um. All of a sudden, I heard all these people booing. Who are they booing? Yeah, it was him. It was and him. They made videos to make it look like he was booing the family, but he wasn't. What do you, what do you think about that part? I try not to boo anyone because I feel yeah. terrible. Like, I, you know, I don't know their circumstance, so I'm not right. going to, but, uh, you know. And I, I, Aiden has been <laughs> tough on them. Uh, Aiden has been tough on them at times, uh, especially the brother. Um, yeah, I, and I get. Yeah. Let me just say this: I get him one hundred percent because I I deal with stuff I mean, like I dealt with a death this year, a story that we broke, and it it can be really difficult with dealing with fam- family members, and especially if they're not doing the right thing. And there's definitely a line there, but I mean, what do you? I mean, Aiden thinks he's right, so I I I, I mean. Yeah. Like, kind of agree with Aiden in a way. I just don't know if I would have the balls to do it. I guess is my you, point. We feel like somebody's being complacent. Like I feel like he made that point that he was also in an incident, just like the one Karen Reed is accused of, but it, th- that didn't result in a death. But to me, I was like, okay. So I, I think what he's trying to say is that he's afraid that those charges will get worse if he speaks out. That's what I think Aiden's trying to say, but I could be wrong. But, you know, it's just, it's sad. The whole situation is sad, and I feel bad that I'm even, like, because I don't want to be saying anything about the O'Keefe's family. Like, it's just, it's it's horrible. I hope they get justice, you know, in the yeah. end. You know. But I just don't feel like, like, they under like they know what's going on and i feel like uh like i could see why you would believe the police you know why wouldn't yeah. you yeah but if you're watching turtle boy i mean i would think you would start to doubt it i mean i think that would be i don't know how you ignore it yeah but is it like i haven't seen all all this turtle boy video i i only watched a little bit is it good should we continue to watch it? i'm sure it is good is it good what do you think i you think I think Elise shows up at yeah. some point in it. Elise is another Canton Amanda. person. So should we watch? You think we should watch the rest of it? Yeah. You can fast forward to when she shows up. Okay. Resign, Chris Albert. You're a disgrace to the Board of Selectmen. <laughs> Take John Connolly with you. <laughs> These are not random effing citizens, John Connolly. They are taxpayers. They are civically engaged Americans who don't like murder in their town. <laughs> They don't like murder in their town. They want justice for John O'Keefe. They want justice for Karen Reed. They want to free Karen Reed because she didn't do anything wrong. She's a victim in all of this. She did nothing. Resign Chris Albert. Resign Chris Albert. Show some dignity. You don't even know what CASA stands for, my guy. CASA, substance abuse. He condones underage drinking in his house. 
They were having underage drinking at 34 Fairview Road on the night of January 28th. What's happening? Yes, resign Chris Albert. Mediocre chicken parm inside. I wouldn't recommend it. Would not recommend it. So he needs to resign. He needs to resign. How can a member of the Board of Selectmen, who's in charge of the DPW, not have a conflict of interest if his son was inside the house that night and the plow driver from the DPW, Lucky Lachlan, Lachlan, I was pronouncing it wrong the whole time. The R is actually an L. Don't get the chicken parm. It's not, you'll, you'll regret it. You'll regret it. I'm telling you, it's, it's mediocre at best. You don't want it. So I'm telling you right now, how can a member, if an award-winning journalism journalist calls your chicken palm mediocre at best, it's not good. It's just not like you, I always like, I am the cheap guy restaurant guy. You know what I mean? Like I, I love the greasy spoons. If you want to know what to eat, ask a local or ask a journalist or a firefighter. Like seriously, if, if, an award-winning journalist like Aiden is calling your mediocre chicken parm at best. You're in trouble. This is not good for them. This is not a good review. It's like Portnoy say, like throwing your pizza on the ground and not even taking the first bite. Not good. Of the board of selectmen who's in charge of the DPW, not have a conflict of interest. If the, a member of the DPW, Lucky Lachlan, has been told by his superiors not to talk to the media. What's happening? Resign Chris Albert. You should resign Chris Albert. You must resign. Honk if you want to. Free Karen Reed. Free Karen Reed. Free Karen Reed. Free Karen Reed. There we go. Who's that? Is, is that the guy? Is somebody on the roof? What is going on here? Uh-oh. So. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> among all the comedy i want i want to show you how sick brian riccio is this is how sick he is where would i see that comment here it is uh brian riccio is so jealous and so upset he's using my best dead friend in a comment against me Aww. he says oh for fuck's sake you still going on this you sad loser this is someone he never met before klp was my best friend we did all the shit together. Like I was at my height and he was at his height and he died. And uh, this was like over 10 years ago. And it's still like when I was going through all this stuff with Turtle Boy this week, especially the day of the show, I know that KLP, I know KLP, KLP was left, but he's a man of the people. He would have already done the show a year ago, probably like with Turtle Boy. Like that's the type of guy he was. You don't even know, Richie. You're a fucking moron. You don't know KLP. You didn't know him. I'm glad you didn't know him. He was one of the greatest people around. KLP is rolling in his grave. He said, no, you have no idea. You scumbag. You piece of dirt. Mm. So let's watch. Let's watch. Uh, Aiden. KLP would have loved Aiden, even though he wouldn't agree. He would have been the same thing. Oh, this guy's friggin' hilarious. That's what he would say. He would say he's hilarious. I hate his politics. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. I'd love to see it. If you're in the area, feel free to come by and honk. Give us a honk if you think that Karen Reed should be a free woman, should have the charges dropped against her, and that the real people 
who murdered John O'Keefe should be arrested and charged with this crime. They need to be arrested and charged with murdering John O'Keefe. There are multiple murderers loose in the town of Canton. No one in Canton is safe as long as the murderers go free. We have to arrest them all. We have to arrest them all. They need to go to jail. Enough of this. A, a member of the Board of Selectmen has a brother and a son who were inside the house that night. They lie. They lied. They covered up for a year. And they said Colin wasn't in the house, except Brian let it slip at the grand jury. But he said that when he got back past 1215, Colin was still there. And Brian got there right around the same time that John did. So they would have us believe that Colin decided once his cool uncle got home, hey guys, it's past my bedtime. I need to go home. I need to go home. Colin was in the house. He was in. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows. Colin was in the house. He was inside, folks. He was inside the house. How can he not even be questioned? How can you not even question every single person that was inside the house? How can you not even question them? There were other people in that house that were never questioned too. They hid the name Sarah Levinson from us for almost a full calendar year. Why? Oh, cause she's a nurse. So we have to protect her even though she watched an innocent man bleed out in front of her. She was okay with that. She didn't do anything to preserve his life. See, that's what I totally- Julie Nagel's another one walking around here. Walking around this town like nothing happened. Like they weren't all witness to a murder. Like they aren't all actively covering it up and remaining silent as an innocent woman by the name of Karen Reed is facing life in prison for a crime she didn't commit. And the guy that owns this pizza shop here is on the board of selectmen and he's involved in covering it up. Cover free Karen Reed. Free Karen Reed. Even the kids know it. Even the kids know it. They know what's up. They know what happened. Everybody in Canton knows what happened. Everyone in Canton knows what happened to John O'Keefe. John O'Keefe was never hit by Alexis. Karen Reed never backed into him with her car. It's a complete lie. And everyone knows it. Everyone knows that if Karen Reed were going to hit John going 27 miles an hour reverse, which is insane in the middle of a blizzard, that her car would have a gigantic dent in it that there would be blood on it. But no, there was nothing except a broken taillight, which we literally saw on video being broken at Meadows Ave at about five in the morning as she ventured out to look for him when no one else would. She's the only one who tried to save John O'Keefe's life. The only one who tried to save John O'Keefe's life. And what is the guy who owns this place? What does he know about it? What does Chris Albert know about it? Where was he? According to his own after David, interview with Michael Proctor, his longtime close family friend, Michael conflicted Proctor. According to him, he told Proctor that him and Julie were right over there at the waterfall bar with Karen Reed and that they left together. They left together and they, he even said he went back to the house. And one of the reports, go back and read them. Chris Albert said he went to those. Here we go. Whoa. Free Karen Reed. Free Karen Reed. Free Karen Reed, baby. So 
I would not recommend the chicken parm from this place. Uh, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just mediocre. I just, I mean, it's not the worst. But you're going to be like, eh, eh. Mm -hmm. I could eat a napkin. And it would basically taste the same. It's not bad, but it's not good. Definitely not good. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> um, I just think it's so strange that, like, Okay, like, did, did they investigate anybody else, like, to woo people out? They would have, like, done people a favor if they just, like, uh, that's why I say, like, why didn't they follow protocols? Mm. Who knows? <laughs> Is my mic on? Your mic is on. Is his? I can't hear him. I don't think his is. <laughs> Mike? Oh, is that what happened? Right, there you go. I hear you. I've been talking for a while. They didn't realize it. I turned it off when I went to get a drink. I'm like, hilarious. <laughs> I had a lot of good comments there. I want to just say, like, the chicken prime shit was making me laugh so hard. It was like, oh my God. So let's play more. I want to hear more about the chicken problem because it's like <laughs> it's 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 not good. It's yeah. not bad, but it's not good. I've never had their chicken parm. I certainly never will now. But I did once when I asked for an Italian sub. <laughs> it was so bad. I wanted that crunch, the lettuce. I was like, Aah! I think what we should do is send Turtle Boy around to all the chicken parm places, like uh, we Portnoy does the pizzas. Mm -hmm. He has to compare it to mediocre chicken parm from this place. Well, we, we discussed in Canton Confidential having a chicken parm off. There we go. And letting people buy tickets to taste and donating all of the proceeds to Karen's defense fund. I want chicken parm. I love it. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I like it mediocre, though. I want to listen to this again, because Turtle Boy just, I love the shit he says. It's so funny. Uh, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just mediocre. It's not, I'm not saying it's bad. Just mediocre. Just you... <laughs> mediocre. Here we go. Whoa. Free Karen Reed. Free Karen Reed. Free Karen Reed, baby. So, I would not recommend the chicken parm from this place. Uh, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just mediocre. I just, I mean, it's not the worst, but you're going to be like, eh. Yeah. Eh, I could eat a napkin and it would basically taste the same. It's not bad, but it's not good. Definitely not good. But anyway, much bigger issues, though, are what is what Chris Albert's family did the morning of January 29th, 2022. His son, Colin, was inside the house. He was inside 34 Fairview Road when John O'Keefe was killed. Colin Albert is the only person in that house who had a documented history of issues with John O'Keefe, the only one. Colin Albert is a known fighter. Colin Albert likes to go around acting like a tough guy. Yeah, freak Aaron Reed. What do you say? Fuck face. They call me fuck. So that's Colin's friends, I guess. I'm fuck face. That's not my real name. You can call me doctor if you want. My real name's Aiden, but you can call me doctor. Award-winning But anyway, um, that's rude. That was really rude for him to say that. Um, again, I'm not even swearing or anything like that. Colin was in the house. He was there. Colin was inside the house, guys. He was inside the house. 
is Kevin Albert <laughs> calling the cops on us again? Because last time we came to DNE Pizza, Chris made a call to Kevin because Chris didn't want to be seen on the 911 call that we pulled. So his brother, Detective Kevin Albert, one of the people who fucked up the Sandra Birchmore case, and I wonder what his role was. You're telling me Kevin Albert, Detective Kevin Albert, didn't know what was going on with this whole thing. You're telling me every member of the Albert family doesn't know goddamn well. Here we go. So but John Conley doesn't know. Back to this. Yeah, Admiral, oh, Admiral, Admiral Turtle Boy. I like that one. I should be the Admiral next time. So it's I guess it's school's back in session. We had some kids come by, some high school kids. They they were saying free Karen Reed. Everybody in this town likes Karen Reed, except for the assholes. Like there's like ten they the people that are, that randomly drive around with eggs in their car, they tend to be fans of that. But everyone else is not. Every, is, you didn't get the chicken farm, did you? You didn't get the chicken farm, did you? Chicken farm? Yeah. No. Okay, good. Okay. Mediocre, bro. It's mediocre. <laughs> you don't want it. Okay. No, something's just bad with the owner. Uh, they killed someone. Well, he, he didn't do it. His son and his brother were most likely the ones that did it. Are you familiar with the John O'Keefe story? Oh, so John O'Keefe was a Boston police. I'm going to give you a card. Okay. So we made these cards here. You got it. Wait, so he like actually killed somebody? His son and, and his son and his brother were inside a house where a man was murdered and placed on the lawn to die. So her, uh, his girlfriend, Karen Reed, was framed for it. And if you turn this over, you, you go use that on your phone. We got a 30 minute video explaining the whole thing. It's fucking, it's going to be on Dateline. It's it's gonna be the craziest story ever, but well, they blamed. They said that she ran him over. They said that she ran him over, uh, but it makes no sense. She's got dents in her car or anything like that. They Wait, said I thought, like someone else did. I thought the guy did it. No, no, no. Well, we believe that two men did it uh, or multiple. We don't know because the house was never searched. They were never questioned, and the house was owned by a police officer. Uh, ironically, a police officer was dead on the front lawn, and they didn't do a search of the house. They didn't do any. Well. Okay, so they uh, they didn't do anything that they normally would do. If you if you scan that QR code, you're gonna get a video that explains the whole thing, and it's gonna blow your mind. What grade are you in? Junior. Oh, at Catton High School. Yeah. Okay, cool. Today was the first day. Yeah. How was it? Good. Yeah, I used to teach 11th grade. How about that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Long time ago, but you like history? Yeah, it's all right. That's what I taught. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I left teaching about 10 years ago to do this. That's what I do now. I'm an activist slash journalist. And... Yes, award-winning. Award-winning. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I love Canton. I love the people of Canton. They're the best. Great people in Canton. Great people in Canton. So, um, anyway, some bees down here. Did they unleash bees at us? Did they unleash bees? They might have unleashed bees. Yellow bees. I don't know what's going on. But Colin was in the house. That's what I do know. Colin Albert was in the house. He was inside Fairview Road, 34 Fairview Road. Is that a Daniels? Uh-oh. No. She looks, <laughs> she looks like a Daniels. Um, but anyway, uh, she doesn't look happy. What <laughs> does it say BPA in the car? Boston Police. Well, we're here to get justice for a Boston police officer by the name of John O'Keefe, who was murdered inside the home, not outside the home, inside 34 Fairview Road. And Colin Albert was president inside. Now, did Colin Albert kill him? I don't know. I can't be sure of that. 
because he's never been questioned. That's the police's job to figure out. What I do know is Karen Reed did not kill him. It was, it's impossible for Karen Reed to have killed him. Therefore, someone else did. So maybe the police should figure that out, except the lead investigator happens to be good friends with the guy who owns DNE Pizza, Chicken Palm Charlie himself, Chris Albert. He's known little Colin since he was a baby. And he wants to protect that sweet little boy that he knew, but Colin isn't a sweet little boy anymore. He's bang bang now. He goes around threatening people and beating people up. He's a really mean guy now. I don't know. It, it's sad to see that happen. I blame Chris Albert. I blame <laughs> poor parenting. So I don't know. Bang bang. Bang bang. I got can't salute. Yeah. The advantage boys. <laughs> I gotta get that video of the bang bang. I love that. How that happened but it certainly did. So we are here. We want him to, we want Colin to be, yes. what do he say? I don't know. Okay. He did, he, he did sound supportive. Okay. Yeah. He went kind of fast, but anyway, don't get the chicken pie. I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. Um, you'll regret it. Indigestion. I'm telling you. Anyway, free Karen Reed, free Karen Reed, justice for John O'Keefe. Colin was inside the house. He was there. I'm telling you, he was there. He was there. We know Colin was in the house. How weird he is it? Inside the house. But now Kate the neck the the Interesting. The finger. The, the family photo. How weird is it that now Canton's known for those family photos of of Chris and his, you know, his, his family. Wife. Yeah, it's given like the finger. It's like. And this, the, like, the fist. It's, yeah. That is the weirdest one. Like, There's so many like, pictures. I, like I, I that. think. Uh, the finger thing, it's funny because when I was a like uh 18, it's like 19, something you do with kids here. Yeah, I would start doing that and, and yeah, mostly I would do that because I wouldn't want to be in a picture. Yeah, and I figured that the person wouldn't actually put the picture out there or actually get it, you know, because back in the day when I was a kid, they didn't have the internet, so it wasn't just easy to put out a photo. So yeah. a lot of people back in the day would give the fing finger in a photo like that because they didn't want to be in the photo, let's say. Yeah, and he you figure like photos. my mom's not gonna pay to print that photo. You know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> so uh, to me, it's funny, but then I realized that they did this knowing that the photo is gonna be put out there. It's just a weird like that is they, really. They did it proudly. Yeah. Yeah. And they the wanted to be in the photo with their finger. <laughs> like, but there is there's more than one. Like I don't get it. Like. Yeah. It's and, a and tradition. This thing, this thing is <laughs> really weird. That is really, I don't get that part. Like, oh, we like to fight. We like to fight. That's what it is. Like, I mean, my daughter is 24. I still feel weird having a drink with her. Like, you know, <laughs> like... Yeah, this is, this is not what all of Canton is like. We don't no. all walk around flipping each other off and calling each other losers. It, well, it we doesn't do now. happen that way. <laughs> well, yeah, but only ironically. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Loser. Now we all do it. Let's watch more of this. I love it. this. Is a good video so it's far. Like it's like putting the L on your 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 head. I don't know how Aiden or continues to do this. Like he just keeps going and going and going. It's all like good material. Let's. I mean, have you have you seen any filler here? Like, he yeah, I couldn't going. even I couldn't even talk that long. I, He's I, been going for like twenty minutes, just like. <laughs> With good insults, like hilarious shit over. He starts talking about Chloe. Well, Chris isn't scared. Chris is no longer scared. So, 
All right. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but we need somebody to be questioned by this. We need, at the very least, can we get them questions? Can you take them in the back room and ask them some questions? Can you loom in all the house? Can you search the house? Colin Albert was inside 34 Fairview Road. He was inside the house that night. How do you not question him? How you doing? What's happening, free Karen Reed? You love me. You love me. Colin Albert was in the house. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Stop covering for cop killers. Stop covering for cop killers. He was in the house. That's just a fact. Ask Brian Albert. He's the one that said so. He's the one that said so. It cracks me up the more the house. Why doesn't he prove it? It You know, a lot of people make up nonsense about me. And they say, oh, Turtle Boy, you used to be a teacher. You did. You were bad with kids. You did this. You did that. And it takes me five seconds to just pull out my separation papers, which I've published, to prove them wrong. It's really easy. When you didn't do something heinous that you're accused of, it's actually really easy to disprove it. So why doesn't Colin Albert just prove us wrong? I mean, imagine your son was going around being called a murderer. And was being a, you know accused of something so heinous like that. Not just with me in court. Michael Morrissey put his name out there now. He's getting Googled around the country because of him. He's getting Googled everywhere because of him. Free Karen Reed. Free Karen Reed. So, and if that was my son, I would be leading the charge to exonerate him. I'd sue me. How come they're not suing me? Because they know, they know what comes out in discovery. They're not stupid. They've been, they probably looked into it and their lawyer's like, no, you don't want to do that. <laughs> That's going to get ugly. That will not turn out the way you think it will. There's a reason he's begging you to sue them. There's a reason he's begging you to do it. Because there's this thing called discovery, Chris. Discovery. And we got to discover all types of shit that Michael Proctor been hiding. That <laughs> Michael Proctor can't save you in a civil lawsuit. I got news for you. He ain't going to be there to cover for you. So we need justice for John O'Keefe. We need to free Karen Reed. Colin Albert was in the house. We He was. You know he was there, right? Tell me you didn't get the chicken parm, please. Uh, you're going you're gonna, to uh, tell on you. It won't, it won't end the way you think it will. Well, I hope you enjoy it, though. Um, but I got nothing against the workers inside. I mean, that one guy was a little lippy. That kid was a little lippy. But, you know, he's just a, little bit, a little bit. A couple of youths in there. The kid was right. Colin was in the house. He was inside the house. He was there. Yes, he was. Colin was inside the house. That cannot be emphasized enough. Colin Albert was inside the freaking bee. They sent bees after us. Yes, Colin was in the house. Colin was in the house. He was there. I'm telling you. Look at the grand jury minutes from Brian Albert. Brian Albert said Chris was in the house, so why wasn't he questioned? It makes no sense. It makes no sense why Colin Albert's not questioned for this. Why is Michael Morrissey covering for the owner of this pizza shop? Why is Michael Morrissey? You know, Colin's not in the, the house, owner right? of the pizza shop. He What's up? <laughs> yes, he was exactly. Thank you. She agrees with me that Colin out. So why did why did Brian Albert's <laughs> and say he was there? I, I do. A, a, I like John O'Keefe would like his life back, but Colin Albert and then. What? Well, how am I a low life? You went in there. And you bought pizza off of a scumbag who doesn't pay his bills and whose son and brother 
were involved in the murder of a Boston police officer. And I'm the scumbag? Wrong! Wrong! Walk of shame! Walk of shame! Shameful! Shameful! Shame. They got nothing to say. They all want to walk away. Nobody wants to ever talk about this. Nobody ever wants to debate it because they know the facts aren't on their side. Ah, oh, turtle boy, we're going to kick your ass. Well, I came to Canton. I'm standing here in the middle of town broadcasting where I am. Come and kick my ass. Come on, Tim Albert. You made that meme. Nobody messing with your family, right? Oh, I'm messing with your family, Tim. What are you going to do about it, huh? What are you going to do about it, son? Fredo? Nothing. Nothing. Because you know and I know that Colin was in the house. He was there. It's just a fact. It's just a fact, folks. Chris Albert needs to resign from the board of selectmen. This is a huge distraction from the work that needs to be done in Canton. The roads need to be... Look at me. You got to patch up these roads a bit. I mean, it looks nice. It is a nice downtown. I'll give them that. It's actually quite lovely. It's quite lovely. But it needs to stay that way. And quite frankly, how can it stay that way if the town is being run by a guy who doesn't pay his bills? Resign Chris Albert. Canton deserves better than Chris Albert. They deserve better than Chris Albert. This is a joke. Your town is a really nice town, but it's becoming a national laughingstock because of the guy who owns this place. He calls everyone a loser. He calls everyone a loser. Yes, free Karen Reed. Free Karen Reed, resign Chris Albert. Resign right now. Step down for the good of Canton, for the good of the community. You're making women cry. <laughs> women were crying at the Board of Selectmen meeting, and you did that, Chris. How can you make a woman cry like that? Oh, Ken yes, deserves all. better. And don't get your carpets and Maritha's carpeting because it comes with the side of homophobia. Can you believe oh, yeah. that? Can you believe that? I can't even repeat what he called me, but it was really rude. It was really rude. And it rhymes with Chris Como. All right. Oh, she's back. Coming back. Which one's this? I, I don't think she's been in the block. Yeah, she's calling somebody. Oh, she's calling someone. Calling up the crew. Is it Colin? Colin, 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 He's rude. He calls people losers. <laughs> and he comes from a family of cop killers. Cop killers. Cop killers. Meet <laughs> Karen Reed. Karen Reed is an innocent woman. And even that lady knows it. Even she knows Karen Reed didn't do it. Yes, buddy. <laughs> yes. Free Karen Reed. Free Karen Reed. Yes. Everybody knows that Karen Reed is an in it. That woman over there on the post, she knows. You know Karen Reed didn't do it. You know Karen didn't do it. You're calling your friends right now, and you're like, oh, they figured out. They figured it out. He's in Canton again. Why won't he stop coming here? Why won't Yes, Free Karen Reed. Yes. Yes. Mediocre chicken palm inside. What a recommend it. What a recommended. <laughs> so, I mean, I've been doing this for about 30 minutes and no police. Yes. It's so funny. Where is Helena Rafferty? I came all the way to Canton 
to meet Helena Rafferty because she said some untrue and horrible things about your favorite local award-winning journalist. <laughs> she said that we violated Section 268, whatever, because we <laughs> peacefully protested against the murder of a Boston police officer, which happened in her town. Yes, free Karen Reed. We need to free Karen Reed. Got to drop the charges against an innocent woman. And we're never going to stop fighting. This is step one. From here, it's about 30 minutes to Quincy. We're going to be going to Quincy after this. And we're going to be confronting the biggest jackass in this whole story, Lardo Michael Morrissey, the district attorney who is protecting Colin Albert. He's protecting Colin Albert. What does Brian Albert have on Michael Morrissey? That's what I'd like to know. Why is Michael Morrissey protecting some 18-year-old punk who goes around threatening people so much? Yes, yes. Colin was in the house. Colin Albert was inside 34 Fairview Road on January 29, 2022. He was there, a completely innocent man by the name of John O'Keefe. Google it. John O'Keefe was murdered in your town. He was left out to die on the home of a Boston police officer. His girlfriend, his innocent girlfriend, was then framed so that they could avoid going to jail. One of the people inside the house is Colin Albert, whose father, Chris, is a selectman in your town, and you deserve better than that, Ken. You deserve better, yes. Free Karen Reed. Free Karen Reed, yes. Everybody in Canton wants to freak out on me. Except for like five douche nozzles. And they all look this name. They all have this snarly look on their face. They all look grizzled. Like they, you know, you know they got you know they go to the bar on a Tuesday. Like every Tuesday at six o'clock. They're regulars down there. Regulars. So free Karen Reed. Yes, she didn't do it. But more importantly, we need to get the people who did do it. We need justice for an innocent man. John O'Keefe, who was beaten to death and then left out to die in the cold by a bunch of thugs, thugs, one of whom has a father that owns this place. Or maybe Colin didn't do it, but he was in the house. He was in the house and someone in that house killed, uh, killed John O'Keefe. Yes, free Karen Reed, free Karen Reed, free Karen Reed, free Karen Reed. Yes. Yep. Yes, they love it in Canton. They love it. We are at the source of it. Yes, yes. Colin was in the house. He was inside the house. He was there. We need the geofence data. We need the geofence data to, to show. I'm telling you, you got the geofence data, it's going to show them in the house. It's going to show them in the house. I'm 100% certain of it. Of course, we never got the geofence data because it's, yeah. Hey. Yes, free Karen Reed. Love it. Love it. Oh, nice car. Sweet ride. Sweet ride. Oh, there is that an LX? Is that an LX? That's a GX. That's like the tank one. Okay. That thing, that thing ain't killing somebody going in reverse. First of all, it ain't going 27 miles an hour reverse. No car is doing that. We need the free Karen Reed. Colin Albert was in the house. He was inside 34 Fairview Road. He was inside the house. Colin Albert was in the house. He was. Look it up. Google it. He's like the ever ready, like ever ready buddy. Like I don't know how he doesn't lose his voice. Unbelievable. I, I should I jump forward more? There was a part you wanted to see. You think, or should I just keep going? <laughs> you can jump forward. I don't care. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to see. Uh, so he, he keeps saying that the owner of that pizza shop, Chris doesn't own D&E. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Yeah, I heard he about that. Anymore. Yeah. yeah, he sold it before. He sold it. Yeah. Before he ran, and he said he, yeah. yeah. Outside of D&E Pizza, folks, if you're just joining us, we're here to protest that the owner of D&E Pizza, Chris Albert, he's really rude to people, first of all, and he makes, <laughs> like, you not want to come to town and, like, stimulate the economy, which is the exact opposite you're supposed to do as a select board member, but he just makes people feel really uncomfortable. He won't let me buy his mediocre chicken parm. He won't let me buy it. He kicks, he chases down <laughs> women at the waterfall. He says inappropriate things. He's just rude. He couldn't even look anyone in the face last night. He sat there twiddling his little straw from his extra large iced coffee and couldn't even look these people in the face. He needs to resign. He is a disgrace to the town of Canton. The town of Canton deserves better than Chris Albert. And everyone here knows it. I know more about this place, CF McCarthy's, which I'm sure is lovely too. I've read more about this place than I have about what happened inside 34 Bearview Road. Michael Proctor spent infinitely more time in this bar and grill than he did inside the murder scene. Why is that? Oh, look, how many drinks did she have? Did she have four drinks or did she have six drinks? We need to look at the cameras and see how many drinks she had because she must have been plastered. And that's the only explanation. And somehow, if she had nine drinks, that explains how you can have no bruising on your body whatsoever after being hit by a car and dog bites appear on you. I don't know if you guys know that. When you go to CF McCarthy's and you order drink a round of drinks for everyone, you get dog bites on your arms. It's the craziest thing. It's just police work. You wouldn't understand. You're not a medical examiner. You wouldn't understand. If you're not a medical examiner or a trained professional, then you don't understand where it comes from. Free Karen Reed. You need to free Karen Reed. Colin Albert was in the house. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Colin was there. We need Colin to speak up. Colin's got to stop hiding. Colin has to talk about what he did. Colin needs to take accountability for his actions. He's got to be a man. I know it's going to suck. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to go to jail either. But yeah. Yes, baby. He was one of the Tony Branch protesters too. Oh yeah, that guy's a good guy. This guy that I know and you know, my kids are friends with him. This is really inconvenient for my life right now. So we got to get rid of this body. He just needs to die. So how long? How much longer do I have to wait for John O'Keefe to die? I don't know. I don't know. That's what they wanted to know. That's why she Googled it at 2.27. She also Googled it at 6.24 because she wants us to believe that Karen Reed in a panic, instead of asking the EMTs how long to die in cold, ask Google. Go ask Jeeves. Ask Jen McKay. <laughs> She'll figure it out. Yes, free Karen Reed. Colin Alba was inside the house. He was inside the house. Yes, he was. You know it. Colin Alba was inside the house that night. He was there. It's undeniable. Let's start from that. Start with that. Let's just start with that. Maybe he didn't deliver the fatal blow, but he was there. He was there. And silence is violence. He needs to man up and talk about what happened. Maybe one of you guys, maybe you, Brian, maybe you should step up. If Colin did it and you want to protect him, say you did it. You take <laughs> one for the team. I don't know, but don't make Karen Reed take one for the team. She's 
I think he was talking to Brian Albert there. Yeah. That, that was a good suggestion. Maybe step <laughs> up and take one for the team, Brian Albert. Mm. I love this comment. The new Kia SUV is equipped with the new rear dog bite option. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Because <laughs> cars bite like dogs. <laughs> Alexis does, apparently. So they say. <laughs> she didn't do anything wrong. She's a completely innocent woman who's had her life flipped upside down because some punks that make mediocre chicken pond didn't feel like going to jail. Colin Albert was inside the house. I can't emphasize that enough. He was there the whole time. He was there the whole time. And we need to free Karen Ray because enough is enough. We need justice now. We need to free Karen Reed. Everyone in this town knows it. And the bigger problem is the corrupt scumbag DA, Michael Morrissey. And he's next on our little field trip here. And Alina Rafferty for that matter too. But Michael Morrissey, yes, yes, big ass folks, you got that right. The biggest folks. She knows what's up. Everyone knows what's up. They've seen the videos. Come on. What are we at? 3.45 around? Okay. So we're going to call it a wrap here. We've done it. We've brought awareness. Everyone in town now knows that Colin Albert was in the house. Mission accomplished. So we're going to go take a break. We're going to do another stream in a little bit when we get to the Adams Inn in Quincy to protest Michael Morrissey, the ultimate villain in the story. Peace, Turtle Runners. <laughs> that was amazing. I We did skip some of it, but I mean... Just, yeah, that was pretty entertaining. He did say something about Chloe, which always cracks me up. He said about what? I heard oh, Chloe was, the dog. I think I was fast forwarding um, through it, and I heard something about Chloe. <laughs> Where's Chloe? Where is that dog? I know it's so sad. Did they say she's a, maybe in Vermont or something? I don't know. Yeah, but no. I mean, There's... the whole thing to me is if a dog bit somebody, like. Uh, I don't know. And then you have a party in your house. Obviously, it was more than one person. It's an aggressive dog. People, if it's locked away, people are going to make them more nervous, make her more nervous. It's just, I don't know. Crazy. It's a tough time to live in Canton. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it would be. Especially if you're Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm wondering if we should even try to open up the phone lines tonight. I'm more I I don't want to deal with the more bullshit from people. <laughs> but maybe I will. I don't know. Hmm. I just put the phone number up. We'll see. Maybe it'll be Sean McCabe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> people have been asking us too, like uh, if they could support our show. I noticed that a lot too. We got like an old Patreon. You can always, you know, support us there. You can just look for Mike Crawford, Young Jerks. That's still active. We have a Midnight Mass Substack.com. You can also subscribe. But definitely, even if you don't have some money, put your email there and make sure you're on our email list. Um, we also have a cash app. You can put money in that if you want to. I, I'll read the donos if you do so. It's uh, Mike Crawford 1 on cash app. But mostly, I, I just want you to follow and share. Like, like, subscribe on YouTube. 
um, iTunes. We, we're also on Spotify, all those uh, podcasting apps. So just share and make sure that you're following. That's the big thing for us. Um, I want to thank our guests tonight, Trisha and Jennifer, for being here. You've been phenomenal. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. And I want to thank uh, Canton Confidential, that, that Facebook group, and all the good community and, and people who have been uh, helping out uh, with this case and even with us, making us feel welcome. They helped us uh, with guests on the show tonight. I want to thank everyone. Um, really happy that we're involved in this and we're going to start doing much more. I have a special announcement, too, on our next show. I believe it's going to be Sunday night, I think 8 p.m. I'm not quite sure yet on the date and time, but I think looks like Sunday night, 8 p.m. Just mark your calendars. We're going to have um, a former D DEA, which I like, drug enforcement agent. You know I'm big into oh, cannabis and the drug war. Yes. Sean yeah. on the Gulf. Uh, Everyone knows him. Sean on great. the Gulf. Yeah. We're going to have him on the show. He's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, can't wait to have him on the show. It's, that's going to be exciting. That's going to be Sunday night, I believe, at 8 p.m. People are telling me I should invite TB tonight, invite TB on the on the stream. He's invited. <laughs> He's very he, tired. Yeah, he's got a lot. <laughs> like exhausted. The last thing I want to do is ask, like, I send him messages now. Like, I don't want to ask him for another one. Like, come if he wants to come on, he knows how to do it. Believe me. Like, I want to basically, you know, that's the other thing. If people want to help, you know, especially turtle riders, tell TB to come back <laughs> on the show. It doesn't have to be tonight. Like, just I want to get him back soon. And there's the hearing coming up September 15th. Definitely want uh, people to check that out, support it, be there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's more comments coming in. We we had a lot of comments tonight, a lot of listeners. Again, I thank you so much. I want to actually close the show with some of the past work we did on cannabis. There's a, it's going to be a quick video, but I want to give people an idea of some of the things that we've been doing in the past for the new listeners tonight. We've done a lot of uh, investigations in the cannabis industry and what's going on. Uh, one of the things I recently, this is going to be a quick fraud investigation I did. It's going to show, it's like the two minute video that shows you, I found fraud. I found a wow. husband and wife doing testing fraud on the cannabis in Massachusetts. And the fact of it is the Cannabis Control Commission who listens to the show, the chairwoman came on the show. We talked to her. We know their people listen. They don't get back to us. Well, yeah. I'm pretty, pretty sure. <laughs> after they saw that like a month ago that they started an investigation of the husband and wife for the testing fraud that I'm going to show you. However, we don't know. And when we do a FOIA request, they don't get back to us. Uh, so awful. yeah, if you, if yeah, you also, this, it, it's yeah. so unfortunate because I, you know, it's nice to know what you're buying, Exactly. you know, and then I don't know, like if we're, and then you hear about people dying because they didn't take, precautions that's right we've it's had our, the whole family on the show the, the the woman who died we broke that story first oh, wow. uh, that, that was like our biggest story our biggest show we it's so weird we've been going for so long that was like a big story for us and then this year we've had even bigger stuff so it's been an amazing year for us and and this testing fraud i'm going to show you is so clear cut you know basically the law in massachusetts says if you are like a registered agent at a testing company or you own a testing company none of your relatives can work at a dispensary. And the reason they do that, there would be a conflict of interest. I think the law is almost too strict on that. Honestly, I think it's like, that's kind of weird, but that's the law. 
Mm-hmm. And what we found is a husband and wife broke that law because he was growing cannabis at this company, True Leaf. That's the company the woman died at. The same location the woman, Lorna McMurray, died at. Where is, is that? The, that's in Holyoke. <laughs> okay. And it's one of our biggest things this year is that we sh- we shut that place down. We we drove them out of the state. And it's a lot of the workers, and they're still organizing on this. If you want to help us in another way, contact the Cannabis Control Commission. All the commissioners' info is on their website. You can hit them up and tell them, say, hey. And, and the same thing with your state rep and state senators. They're starting to be aware of the cannabis worker issue. There's a lot of fraud in cannabis. It also hurts the testing companies. The other testing companies are trying to be fair and, and correct. It also yeah. hurts a lot of the companies that are getting their tested products tested because now they have to uh, cheat. There's an inflation product uh, problem going too. But this conflict of interest I'm going to play for you is so clear cut. The husband, head cultivator at the site in Holyoke for True Leaf, he grew the product. The wife tested it at the testing company. And we got the documentation. It's Are so they, clear like, cut do fraud. Do they have a degree in that? Like, what's the? Is they she owns culture? the company. She's the so head. Sign, she's, she's the chief. Yeah. Like, her her name is on the what we call the certificate certificate of analysis. Uh-huh. She is the company's chief scientific officer. The company's called Analytics Labs. Do you need work to do that? No, it's all illegal. Huh. And then we no, find out she doesn't last have week, them, but are you supposed to have them? Are you supposed to have certain credentials to? Oh, I don't know about the credentialing. That That's up to the Cannabis Control Commission. They license these companies. I'm not sure uh-huh. how they do it. I don't know all the details on that. But the fact of it is, this is clear-cut fraud. And we know it. We've proven it. We haven't heard anything from the Cannabis Control Commission. Last week, this lady is still getting promoted by one of the dispensaries out in Western Mass, Calix. K- K- I think that's in how you say it. Calix? Calix? They did an event with this lady after we like a month ago showed she did fraud. And a lot of people viewed that cannabis control commission viewed it. She's still out there advertising her services. Shameless. So I'm going to find that video. I, w- I want to play that video tonight too, to close out the show. Um, do you have any more comments on, you know, what I just laid out or anything tonight that you want to get out any info you want to get out our guest uh, about <laughs> the court case, Trisha and Jennifer. Um, just thank you for, you know, helping to raise awareness of what's going on and what we're up against and what we're trying to do. We appreciate it. And thank you. I I really appreciate, uh, you coming on the show tonight, what you've been doing, testifying, organizing, uh, the grandmothers and the mothers of (laughs) you rule, you really, (laughs) The women of can I'll say, is that say the women again? No, no, <laughs> you know, wait, uh, effing random citizens of Canton. Yes, right. That's, that's the right that's thing. I think that's what we might even title the podcast. We put, this, put this out tonight. I think the podcast is going to be the effing random citizens of Canton come on the young jerks. Yeah, we're, we're wearing it proudly. We're reclaiming that name. Yeah. I love it. Go ahead and call us out if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Don't call and, me a grandmother again. No, you're the woman of Canton. <laughs> the ra- random fucking citizen. Fucking random citizen. Gonna, all right. I, I thank you so much, Trisha and Jennifer, for coming on. I want to close. Bye-bye. I want to close with playing this little testing fraud video so people can see what we've, uh, some of the stuff we've done in the past. 
And hopefully you can help us. Like we want the Cannabis Control Commission to do something about this shit. All right. Uh, you see it on the screen right now. This is from the Massachusetts General Law about testing and uh, Section 5 or something or other. <laughs> it's, it's on the screen. I'm just going to read it for people on the podcast. It's what we're opening tonight. It says, no individual who possesses an interest or in, let me say that again, no individual who possesses an interest in or is in a laboratory agent employed by an independent testing laboratory and no immediate family member of that individual shall possess an interest or be employed by a marijuana establishment. So basically that's a conflict of interest law on uh, testing. And some True Leaf employees have been telling us information about the head cultivator at True Leaf uh, in Holyoke and a testing firm. And this week we got more information on that and we actually did lock something down. So we're going to bring that up right now and uh, talk about these two folks right here. Uh, this is Brenda Shalou. She is the chief scientific officer at Analytics Labs, LLC. And this is her husband, Adam Shalou who on his LinkedIn shows that he was the head cultivator at True Leaf Holyoke. Why does that matter? Well, it looks like they broke the law from go right there, but it even gets worse than that. These are tests from analytic labs that we've found. Uh, these are COAs as they're called and whose names on the bottom of that signed? That's Brenda Shalou. So let's get this. This is Massachusetts right now. You have a wife who's the chief scientific officer testing product for True Leaf in Massachusetts while her husband is the True Leaf head cultivator. That's a conflict of interest. Where's the Cannabis Control Commission? Where's the attorney general on this one? Where Where is anyone on any of this stuff? 